Hello, welcome back. It's your girl, me, Anson. <laughs> and Nicole, I think she forgot her name. <laughs> I thought this would get easier as like, you know, we did more of them, but you're listening to Cheese Mosas with me, Mosas. Okay, so to start off today's episode, there's a story I've been wanting to tell for about like three weeks now, but we've had longer episodes in between, so we haven't been able to tell. However, this is very important <laughs> because a while back at the beginning of season two, we did an episode with my boyfriend. And at the end, I did a challenge boyfriend versus best friend challenge to see who knows me best and one of the questions was what is like the worst song or whatever like your most hated song my most hated like song is happy by pharrell williams he forgets the name (laughs) yeah and for a second i i I, like glitched out yes i'm glad you caught that um and so basically a few weeks ago i work out of high school i'm not going to disclose it um, but basically, uh, yes, I work at a high school. And so I got a call from a woman saying like, she wanted to request like her high school diploma, which is like a call I get on a daily basis. I don't think twice about it. I'm like, yeah, come in, whatever. And so they have to come in cause they have to make a payment. And so that was the end of the conversation. The following day, this woman comes in and I remember her name, I, her I'm not going to say the name, right? So I was like, oh, okay, yes. I, I, I remember I spoke to you on the phone. She just wants to order a diploma. And I see that there are two men with her in the, in the lobby of the office. But they're not next to her. Like, they're not standing side by side. So I was like, oh, weird. Are you guys with her? And I look at them and they're like, no. And I was like, okay, sure. Like, I don't think twice about it. I carry on with my day. The lady, the lady pays. She goes on with her life, you know, whatever. And so fast forward like an hour or two, another staff member in the office is like talking to another staff member in the office. And they're talking about how, oh, my God, like Pharrell was just here. And I'm listening to them like, OK, I guess like does Pharrell have a child who attends the school and so then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, he ordered a tr- a transcript because like his wife goes here, or went here, right? And I I'm listening to this conversation. I'm like, the only person that they could have possibly ordered a transcript with is me. But somehow I'm like, maybe I was out of the office and like someone else took care of them. I don't put two and two together until my boss comes up to me and was like, the woman, the tall one. That was Pharrell's wife. And I'm like, what? And so then they said, like, the security guard is, like, calling people and being like, yeah, Pharrell was just here. And I'm like, oh, I spoke to Pharrell Williams. (laughs) (laughs) And I had no clue. And, yeah, he was, like, one of the two men that were, like, next to the woman and like their security guard was like behind them and so i basically met pharrell williams hating his song and i carried on with my life and i 
never noticed and so that it's really funny because the person that they have to make the payment to is like someone else right in the office and so i passed by her office at the end of the day i'm like did you know that you met pharrell williams today and she goes who (laughs) (laughs) and she goes "Mm," and i'm like "Mm -hmm." she's like googling him (laughs) she's like oh that guy (laughs) oh the guy that sings happy okay (laughs) yeah and she's like oh yeah i heard that song nice i'm like yeah no and everyone's like freaking out and I was like, yeah, I spoke to Pharrell Williams today. Just casual. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. He's like a really big star. No, no. Uh, he's a Grammy winning. I'm pretty sure he's like a Grammy winning artist. Or yeah. Happy. I think he won a Grammy with Happy. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that song is like the worst song on earth. But yeah, that's my Pharrell. Make you happy? No, it makes me very upset. Like, I heard it on the radio the other day. I was like, switch. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally hate that song to fucking death. <laughs> but yeah, that's my story. Which transitions perfectly into today's episode. How does it transition perfectly? They are parents of children that... Are they? I don't know if they're parents... But they went to a high school. They went to a, your high school in which there are many children there. And those children came from parents, mm-hmm. which is perfect for today's episode, which is parenting. <laughs> yes. Just pe- perfect segue, girl. You you got there. Like, it couldn't have been better. Like, it couldn't have been a better story to tell. No effort. No effort to get there only a little backflip <laughs> like cartwheels <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about parenting and parenting styles and i guess the differences between our um the way we and the differences between the parenting styles used by our parents to raise two little stupid bitches what a more perfect what more hmm. What two more? Wow. Yeah. Today's not a good day for me. Today's not a good day for the English. I was Googling how to get rid of an accent today. Yesterday. Well, that was because I I I, <laughs> I had oh, an interview. Right. I had an interview um Tuesday, which is the day before we we're recording this, and I was like, I cannot sound like this. I cannot sound like this when I'm in an interview. So I'm there, like, Googling words on how to pronounce them properly and, like, trying to sound, you know, not like this. Anyways, off topic, back to the topic, parenting. We could not be more fitting people to talk about a subject that we have absolutely no knowledge in, which is why we're here. And that's why you're listening, because we offer absolutely no valuable information. I beg to differ. I feel like we are suited for this topic why because we have children of our own (laughs) no we don't have children of our own but i feel like we offer a subjective view and i'm sorry we offer an objective view i was about to be like subjective because obviously as a parent you're like no like i my parents style is the right way to raise a child and it's like i beg to differ i beg to differ 
exactly so disclaimer we are no experts we are not a psychologist uh please refer to parenting books if you would like to actually learn how to raise a child but this is just our take on what parents contribute to their children's lives and i think it really shapes them and are the differences between me and you and we're gonna offer our beautiful experiences led by such parenting styles and how we ended up the way that we are which is pretty cool it's like that i think you had mentioned it a few episodes ago i don't know i don't i don't remember which one but you were saying one of the worst things about growing up is realizing you're everything you hate about your mother or like every like flaw that you see in your mom like you are that and i was like damn okay (laughs) damn okay nicole relax (laughs) you mean a filth Besides that, let's not get into that because that's a little too deep. But what would you do differently from your parents? Well, no, I guess let's start off with like, what do you think was the parenting style that your parents used? I feel like I went through two different sets of parents, if that makes any sense. So back when I was in Hong Kong, I had a mom and a dad that was very different than the mom and the dad that I have now. Or when I moved here, like it, they like went through like right. character development and like really changed. So back when I was in the motherland, you've heard of Tiger King. Get ready for Tiger Mom, because that was definitely the way I grew up. Like I had so much pressure on me academically and like outside of school as well. I think like the stereotypical Tiger Mom that was my mother, you know, like, I got a 98 on a test. And it was like, okay, where did those two points go? It was never like, Oh, good. Like, I'm proud of you. No, it was like, how come you like, didn't get those other two points? Like, you know, before you go on, what is a tiger mom for those that don't know, because I was unaware. Okay, so a tiger mom is usually stereotypically an Asian mother, or it could be like any race, but usually it's referring to an Asian mom who is like basically a tiger and so it just you just have to be the perfect child and everything you did it was just never good enough or like they would always compare like you to another child that they like their friends had so mm-hmm. it was like oh like Becky over here has like straight A's like how come you don't or like oh Becky over here found the cure to cancer how come you didn't you know So it was just always living up to that expectation. And for me, that was living up to my brother's expectation because he's like a genius Uh child. You get me? Like he, fortunately and unfortunately, I would say, did everything my mom asked him to, like without thinking. Like he obviously has his own like mindset and like mentality. But whenever my mom would be like, hey, Aaron, like, why don't you do this? He would be like, sure, like whatever. I'll just do it to make you happy. And, like that yeah and fortunately he's very smart in school like he was just smart so you know he like did well without studying a lot or like he did study you know he's just smart and then there's me I-, I remember like after school we would go to like the bookstore and my mom would buy me like these exercise books to practice like outside of school so like if I was in like math one she would buy me like a 
3,000 page math like workbook and I had to do like 100 pages every day after school or something like you know like drill me so that I could like know the times table really well or like you know have like the, the brains and I would just be like absolutely not like I don't want to do this my god poor you so you feel like was that only academically or like all areas of your life so all areas of my life dance as well well no she didn't want me to be a dancer (laughs) I begged her I was like can you please put me in a ballet class so once again I have a brother so everything he did I did so he was in swimming classes so I started swimming and when I was two and a half years old and my swimming teacher was like we don't take children this young like she can barely walk like she cannot swim and my mom was like well she better learn because I'm already taking one of my child here so (laughs) the other one is gonna go so I had all my interests and after school activities were like what he did Mm -hmm. and then so I was talking about this with my mom the other day and I was like I'm pretty sure I did like 10 after school activities at one point like no joke I was in dance classes I did ice skating I had tutoring for Mandarin English French I had drawing classes. I had calligraphy classes. I was playing the violin. Like, the list goes on and on. I was in the track team. I was in ballet. I did gymnastics at one point. Like, it was just a list of, it kept going on and on and on. And sure, like, half of those were actually my interests. But, like, that's a lot to put on a child. And you feel like it was due to the pressure from your parents that you needed to always be involved in something like you couldn't just take a chill day no yeah like what do you mean I'm resting on the weekend like on the weekends I went to go do these activities like we woke up at Saturday in the morning to go ice skating and then we would go to like a tutoring class for this or that wow that's crazy so then we came here <laughs> instead. And then you came here. So then how do you feel like that has affected you now? Like, do you feel like, okay, T, do you feel like that's why you're so active? Because as a child, you were like, go, 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 go. Maybe. I mean, looking back, I'm glad. I'm very thankful that I did all of these things because I feel like it made me very well-rounded and like I'm exposed to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I also think it kind of, fucked me up in the head because I'm always I feel like that ingrained in me at a very young age that I need to always compare myself to other people and I just sports are inherently competitive or just like the environment over in Hong Kong was just so toxic like whether that was academically or like sports or just everything like it was always just comparing children like these kids like oh my kid is better because she's like playing like the violin and the piano and she can sing and she cured cancer and it's like well my kid doesn't so like she has to cure cancer too oh so like that's just like the mom culture that was just the mom culture so got it okay so what were your thoughts what were your dad's thoughts about this like was your dad ever like because your dad's very chill yeah So my dad's been exactly the way he's been all my life, which is, dude, who cares? (laughs) Like, we were eating dinner the other day and my dad brought up like an anecdote. He was like, I remember one time, no, it was my mom that she was bringing this up. She was like, I was out of town one week and he was like helping me study at home 
and like I was like dad I don't want to study because obviously like I'm a kid who wants to study and then he goes okay so what do you want like what score do you want on this exam and I'm like I want a zero and he's like then you're perfectly prepared (laughs) I can just let you carry on yeah and my mom was outside and she's like this is what I left my home to (laughs) and I just like and he was like perfect you can go play now (laughs) yeah like I didn't he was like okay you want a zero you got it you're more than qualified. That is so funny. What did you end up getting on the test? I don't remember. I, just, I was never a bad student because how could I? Right. God forbid. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what happened if like it, you didn't get that score or like like you flopped? Let's just say you flopped out. Whatever your mom wanted you to do, like would how would she reprimand you? Um. I don't think there was beating involved, but it was definitely just like, okay, next time you have to study. Like, that's what you get for like watching cartoons, like instead of studying or like that's you didn't study hard enough or like, how come you didn't get this score? And then that turns into like internalized trauma and like, you know, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so it was more like shaming as opposed to like beating, you yeah, know. No, she didn't. I don't think. No, she's definitely beat me before. Can I say this? I don't think she's gonna go to jail now. Well, no, it wasn't like ever like actually hurtful beating. It was like a slap on the wrist or like with the ruler, like a smack on the butt. That's normal. That's not normal. That's that shouldn't be normal, but it is very normal in like my culture as well. So yeah. So enough about me though. How would you say your growing up experience? And you were raised by a single mother, so I feel like you can contribute a lot to this. My mom's parenting style is authoritarian, a hundred percent. Like my mom, literally, when I was a kid, my grandparents called her basically commander in chief (laughs) i swear i swear because my mom was really strict with me i don't know why um i think it probably stems back to like her being very rebellious when she was young and i guess she just didn't want me to be that way and maybe she saw like traits of herself in me and so she was like absolutely not because like yeah like naturally um yeah, she was just very authoritarian, like, 100%. Like, I couldn't fucking breathe. And my mom would be like, oh. <laughs> the way, even, it came down to, like, even the way that she dressed me to this day, one of um my good friends from, like, elementary school brings that up. Like, the way my mom, I had to be, I had to look pristine, like, to her. You get me? I was like a porcelain doll. Like all my clothes were ironed. Like my uniform had to be ironed. Like in the morning, my socks were white. Like white. You get me? Like my shoes were in perfect condition. It was everything with my mom had to be like very perfect. So I relate to what you're saying. Um, Regarding extracurriculars, though, she didn't play that game. Like. I she tried to put me in like karate, uh, swimming, uh, 
anything and I always said I do not care for any of these things right right. so she was like okay I guess so I never did anything outside of school except for like chorus even though I couldn't sing yeah but like everyone did you get me no but you (laughs) bitch I'm just picturing a group of children singing and it's Nicole like thinking she's Demi Lovato (laughs) me yeah absolutely um chorus and then I was also in strings and I played the violin but that was only because my grandma loves the violin and I wanted to impress my grandma but I didn't know how to play the fucking violin like I just pretended you get me (laughs) and no seriously I didn't so and then in during the summers she uh, she wouldn't want me to like my mom was crazy <laughs> during the summer she wouldn't want me to like get lazy and wake up late so she would put me in swimming lessons at eight in the morning so I would have to yeah, get up yeah. at seven and then she would be like oh but I'll give you like a two-week break so she would put me like two weeks on two weeks off two weeks on and it was just like pure fucking like torture at some point like I was like I fucking hate it here right. you get me and Oh, that was horrible. And then regarding academics, yeah, my mom wasn't, don't get me wrong, my mom wasn't like, oh, like a 98. If anything, like, I feel she got both better and worse because obviously she was very much on top of me when I was very young. Um, And that just translated. And so I started putting pressure on myself as opposed to her and once she caught on to that like she caught on that I was the one that wanted to make the good grades it wasn't even her that wanted me to make the good grades and then she was like all right she'll take care of herself oh I see I see yeah she she laid off but only because she noticed that I would put pressure on myself and that I was a in fifth grade and I was like goddamn where did I gotta be in history you got me damn yeah I think that's, but I'm never going to forget. I've only ever gotten one C. And so that's C, well, pfft, up until I graduated college after that, I mean, up until I graduated high school um, and it was on a progress report. And like, you know, progress reports, you don't have to show them to your parents. Like right. you, get, you have to show them like the report card. And I was like, I know I can get the C up. And it was in social studies in the fifth grade I'm never gonna forget this (laughs) and I literally like ripped it up and hid it from my mom because that was the like I was so ashamed of it Mm -hmm. like I she had put such a thing in my head that I was so ashamed of the fact that I had gotten a C right and I could never let her see that no a hundred percent absolutely not like I was so ashamed and so then I grew up and yeah, I just became a good student. She was like, all right, you don't have to, I don't want to have to look for you, out for you. Overall, what would you say is like the best thing your mom ever did to like for you and like the worst thing she's ever done for you? You want to know what I think about quite often. I had a friend whose mom put a lot of pressure on her about the way she looked oh yeah which is really messed up obviously at the time like I I didn't put that together but my mom never did that my mom never did that and my mom never compared me to others you get me my mom was just like you need to be good 
but that was about it like she never compared me to others so i think that's because i yeah like that friend like her mom would always compare her to me be like well why don't you look like nicole i was a better student she was like why don't you study like nicole um like that kind of comment and i'm like that is you know or like i feel like the thing with moms is when they do that they don't realize you're doing it to the kid you get me like they'll say comments like that because they're just saying it to say it but they don't realize the effect that it has on like the child later on do you get what i'm saying like i don't i remember i would be like mom like stop comparing me to my brother and she was like i've never like i don't think i do that and i was like no but here's what you don't know is you do and like so she didn't put two and two together like maybe but when you're verbatim saying it like it's a little it's not like we were raised in like the stone age you get me but that's also such a problem like mothers living vicariously through their children based on the way they look like are you kidding me exactly and not not only on the way they look just like that in general like you putting the pressure on your kid to be everything that you weren't able to be or do Mm -hmm. that is just so illogical like that makes absolutely no sense like that's a whole different person with a whole different upbringing a whole different like genetic makeup <laughs> like it's a, I, it's a different i person. get it at some point because that's exactly how our moms were and like oh yeah we didn't get this so like our daughters should but like it stops at some point you know yeah I understand like the wanting a better life mm-hmm. for your child, right? So wanting them to struggle less, but like their struggles are just going to be different. You you can eliminate, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like you cannot live through your child. I am so against that. Your dreams are not their dreams. Yeah, those or or for example, oh my God, you know what I was I was watching Good Morning America the other day. And so they start covering like this new story about how Dr. Oz, you know, who Dr. Oz is right. Like the basically he's like a famous doctor and he has a show. Right. And so um, Dr. Oz saved a man because the man like fell like they were in an airport in the luggage claim and the man like fell head first. Dr. Oz obviously immediately reacted, started doing CPR save the man's life like the man is alive thankful thankfully to him so then he starts talking about how like he's like i'm so happy because um my kid my my son my youngest son just got into medical school recently i have three children and i'm so glad at least one of them chose medicine and i was like what i guess the other two didn't like go down the same path And so he's like, oh, I'm so glad at least one of them. I'm like, no, but there are so many parents like that, that they control what their kid, not control, but they basically determine what their child majors in and like has a career in. That's just weird. That's (laughs) fucked up. And that's weird. Like, I don't know, my mom, that's another thing. Well, I guess my mom raised me kind of (laughs) well. That's another thing my mom always did. My mom was like, you don't got to study. I'm not going to force you to. But if you want to do anything with your life, I suggest you do. (laughs) You got me? Like, once I got older, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, she was like, I'm not going to force you to go to college. Like, 
I don't have a college degree, so I can't, you know, I can't force anything on you. But I suggest you go ahead and you do that because you need, like, she used to always say, like, you need a paper for anything. You get me? It doesn't matter what you do. You need a license, you need a certificate, you need a degree, something. You need something. <laughs> so you figure out what that is and then you let me know. You know, that was kind of her thing as always. So she never forced me into anything, which That's I think is really good. It's so good. And I feel like your parents are also really supportive in that sense. Yeah, they, they've always told me I could do whatever I wanted to. And That's- like they'll like as long as I figure it out on how to do whatever I wanted to do it they'll support me but it was never like oh you should be a doctor or a lawyer or you know which is kind of ironic as like tiger parents that is so ironic especially in Asian culture right yeah like I, I think I'm the only because like, every I don't want to say every but a lot of the families and the relatives I have around me their parents made their child do a certain major and crazy there's this family friend of my dad that he's been best friends with him since like he was a kid and he has like four daughters and in that family you have to either major in architect you have to major in law law or in accounting so it, it has to be those three anything else sorry and then one of their daughters went on to become a vet like she's studying vet right now and the dad was like actually saving people would be better it do be like that out there it it just do you think it has to do with like the immigrant and we talk we talk about this a lot um like in our conversations i feel like the immigrant culture of having to be like the best of the best and just strive for like the american dream and like kind of like prove people wrong you can't come to a different country and then not do well. Like you left for a better life, so you have to be like super successful, and it, it like to a different degree of success. right, exactly. And it's like, and it's the whole. It's like the culture of the environment, like, and that's the way it's always been, and that's what everyone agrees, and that's what you see on TV, and so wow whatever like this is a whole round like side story so what do you think your parenting style is gonna be oh my god just thinking about birthing oh my god so recently um these youtubers that i follow since i was in like like the ninth grade uh, got pregnant and i'm like oh my god like my parents are pregnant like we're having a baby like we are having a baby right so i was thinking like how she's gonna carry that and i was like oh my god like i can never have something that grows inside my belly for nine months like oh my god and then push it out of me and have it be like a person bro and the fact that we exist is crazy to me have you thought about that (laughs) Okay, girl, you'd be up a little too late at night. <laughs> yeah, like, think about how we were just, like, a body of cells, right? And then now we're, like, a person mm-hmm. who thinks, let me full circle this conversation. Isn't it okay. crazy how our parents made us, but we're completely different than who they are? Like, we have our own, like, train of thought. Isn't that crazy? Like, they really brought us to life. Like, <laughs> like a human being. No, it is crazy. No, if you really think about it, just breathing is like, wow. 
the will to push a baby out of you. Wow. Yeah, that's a whole different story because I'm not too sure about having children. I I really am not at all. <laughs> and I think you question it quite often as well. The thing is, I've always grown up like I want kids because like, hello, like who does? I feel like, I don't know. Obviously not who doesn't because a lot of people don't. Yeah, me. <laughs> I grew up like I want a family of my own with children. And then the more I, <laughs> you know, grow older, uh-huh. I'm like bro like i wanted to have children at like 29 like no (laughs) like yeah a lot of you have switched sides over and so backstory for anyone that doesn't know me i'm gonna be like yeah i thought that way already no but i from the moment i was like 12 like that point where you start developing like independent thought or whatever, I was like, okay, that's crazy. Absolutely not. No way. I want nothing to do. And so for years, I've been saying like, I really don't want children. I'm not someone who wants children. I used to feel very strongly um, about it when I was in high school. I'm more open to the idea of changing my mind in the future. But before I used to be literally be like, there is no way you can change my mind that I will want children. I currently still don't want children, and I'm at my prime egg. Prime egg. <laughs> at my prime egg age. <laughs> and I still don't want them, so that's where we're at. Personally, I feel like my reasons are so selfish. It's because I don't want to ruin my body. Like, it's simple as that. Like, it's not like I can't raise a child because I'm sure everyone can fucking raise a child. Like, you know, well, no. Well, I beg to differ. But, you know, like, if you really try hard enough and you're, like, good enough of a person and you have the resources, you can raise a child. Right. But I just don't want my belly to expand. Absolutely not. And your body never bounces back. I don't care what anyone tells me. Kylie Jenner, she looks good as hell. Yes, like absolutely. Like she, her body's bomb. But if you look at pictures of before she gave birth, there is fat in places that she cannot get rid of. I don't care what surgery she gets. Like the way her body is now is very different from how it was before. And you can tell like she was significantly thinner not significantly, but like she was on slimmer. She was much slimmer before she gave birth. There is no bouncing back, honey. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to break it to you. And then they grow up and I just, I can't imagine just like letting my kid go to a party. No, that's not even the worst part. They grow up and then because we raise them. So they have somewhat of our personality in them and then it's that thing talking back to you the way that you speak to oh no Mm-mm. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not and not in this household <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not i agree i would i would kill me like i would kill me myself like if your daughter was you just think about that absolutely not sometimes the way things the things i say to my mom absolutely not it's a miracle we're both alive. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, sometimes I'd be talking back a little too far. Like, I know my limits with my mom. Because, like, you know, I'm also not going to let her, you know, walk all over me or, like, do whatever she wants with my life. I know. There's a point where I'm, like, I have to kind of stand up for myself. But sometimes I'm, like, that was a three far. That was three far, bitch. Like, tone it down before you get kicked out. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the other day I was talking with my coworkers and because I work at a school, everyone is like not significantly older than me, but like there's definitely like a, a 15, 20 year like age difference between like most of my coworkers, right? Uh we I was having this conversation with them about how I didn't want children. Like I just I just said it. I was like, and that's why I don't want children. And they were like, Oh, you don't want kids. How old are you? I was like, Oh, I'm 23 and I don't want kids. And I know that's weird, but like it just it just sounds horrifying. Like I can't handle the idea of that. And so then um they were like, Don't worry, like we didn't want kids at your age either and so one of them starts telling me a story about how she was her first year of teaching was at 23 and she got the cheerleaders um basically was in charge of the cheerleaders I don't know if she was a coach but she was like the sponsor and so basically like she would tell them like you guys are the best form of birth control she says that parents would call her and be like should I let them go out with their friends and she'd be like dude I'm 23 like what however saying all of these the earlier we have children, the better we bounce back. Because I'm not trying to be an old mom either. I'm not trying to be like 50 years old with like a 10-year-old kid. Like if I were to be a mom, I want to be a, a hip mom. Not a hip mom. <laughs> I know you want to be the hip mom. Like I already see it. I know exactly. And here's the thing. I'm professional. Rude. Here's the thing, like, I already know you're going to be such a good mom. Like, you were, because of the way you are, like, you are someone whose moral compass is very, you know? Really? Yeah, like, I just feel like you're going to raise a kid right. Like, you're going to, like, teach them, like, the right values and the right things, and, you know, you're very intelligent, so I'm sure, like, the kid is going to be smart and, like, well-rounded as well. Like, I feel like you're going to also make your kids really well-rounded because you're so well-rounded, so you're going to be able to expose them to so much. So I'm like, yeah, like, your kid is going to be great. I That's a fact. Unless it's a Gemini, then, you know? No, but I feel like your mom raised you to be so good at being a mom. If that oh. makes any sense. Like, you are you are the mom figure in our friend group. Like, you're like, okay, like, make sure you bring that. And like, oh, do you have this? And you always just know how to do things or, like, solve things. Which <laughs> is like, like cool to call. <laughs> this is true. I am very motherly, which is the ironic part. Like, I just went on a trip with my boyfriend, right, who's the equivalent of a child. And two friends of his who are few years older than us both of them like these are grown ass men right and i i basically like took care of them like the whole ride and it also like in the car i was like you guys like wiggle your toes like dvts like we don't want that absolutely not and they were like okay weirdo <laughs> slices and your apple juice and your pb and j throughout the whole trip one of them like needed benadryl i was like oh here you go like you can have some benadryl like i just i looked after them the whole trip and they were like okay girl you need to relax i guess men aren't used to that men aren't used to having a mother figure in the group and i yeah basically i took care of three children for a whole weekend because my boyfriend is also a child 
but you're so suited for it is what I'm yeah like you're yeah no right I and then that's the thing I I don't question whether I'm gonna be a good mom or not like I know I would be a great mom like I'm very motherly like you said I just don't want them like I don't like that's you know I have to want them and like everyone's like yeah well if you don't want kids and don't have them and I'm like no 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 I would be a great mom like don't get it twisted I just feel like parents if you're listening I don't think anyone that listens to us is a parent if your child cannot behave in public you should not take them out in public I'm sorry like I if you know your child throws tantrums at the grocery store, do not take your child like to the grocery store. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I leave your child at home. But you also can't predict when they have tantrums either. Like, they can be a well-behaved kid and then, like, they're at the toy store at Toys for Us. And then there's this bike that you really want and your mom doesn't want to get it for you. Right. So you start crying. And then your mom's like, no, and so you're not going to get the bike. And then you're still crying. And then, like, three hours later, you're still there, like, crying. And your mom has left the store already. But you don't want to go because the bike is still there. But you really want the bike. And then your mom comes back and she's like, stop making a scene or I'll slap you. And yeah, so, you know, you can't really control when a child throws a tantrum. I'm going to assume you really wanted that bike. You didn't want that bike. (laughs) You didn't get that bike. bike. Of course I didn't get that bike. Okay, so concluding thoughts on today's episode. I feel like we covered a lot from childhood traumas to not wanting children (laughs) from those traumas yeah exactly from those traumas because we don't want to continue to spread the trauma but then humanity should it go on i don't know are we worthy of that Hmm. (laughs) there will be a day where titans eat us all (laughs) i'm serious maybe that's what attack on titan is getting at that we all should be eaten (laughs) because we're so yes maybe hmm interesting interesting food for thought literally (laughs) for thought maybe we should be eaten by titans i feel like at this point our quote of the week should just be nicole's tiktok of the episode (laughs) quote of the week is a family is a bunch of people who keep confusing you with someone you were as a kid robert brault hopefully i didn't mispronounce his name (laughs) i think you got the robert part down (laughs) Then our word of the week is very fitting. And in Spanish, that would be padres. (gasps) Yes, I got it before you. (laughs) (laughs) And in Cantonese is fumo. Fumo? Yeah. It sounds like fomo. (laughs) I will not get fomo from that. Trust I will not get FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's like imagine getting FOMO from like, I don't know, dance moms or something. <laughs> the only FOMO I would never want. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for you this week. Stay tuned for more and we'll see you next time. Oh my God, subscribe on Spotify. <laughs> Five stars. Five, not four, five. Not even 4.5, five. Five. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and keep up with all things Jesus Mosas with Mimosas. <laughs>